Yes, yes, you already know who it is. It's your girl, Queen, and we are here at the Whose Mic Is It Showcase right here in Brooklyn, New York. And we got my guy right here. We got Q the God is in the building, and I heard he is from the X, so we outside. Yeah. All right, Q, I just want you to just tell the people a little bit about who you are, what you do, and where you from. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm Q to God. I'm from the Bronx, New York, really uptown, uh, Kingsbridge, Fordham area, if you know it. If you're from the Bronx, you know what I'm talking about. And if you're not from the Bronx, pull up and you find out what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> they could, though. They, they get shysty up there. If you ain't with the rah-rah antics, definitely stay where you at. But, um, you know, I, I, I do hip-hop music, but I also get into some alternative uh, uh, rock and some punk rock myself. Um, I grew up in a, in a you know, I, I'm from a, a very shysty area, but I, I listened to rock and roll for uh, most of my childhood, most of my uh, teenage years, so that had a huge influence on my sound, and, and, and um, when, I, when I was creating, I wanted to blend and, and fusion the two, you know, because if you look at hip-hop, hip-hop comes from rock and roll, you know, um, rock and roll and... and, and since rock and roll, they say it's a dying genre, but it's really not. It's evolving into all these other different things. And hip-hop itself right now is evolving into all these different sounds. So when you blend the two, it really comes down into something natural for me. And you could tell it's genuine. And I'm speaking from the heart. And I always speak about everything I've gone through, personal experiences, things that I had to overcome, uh, uh, struggles of my own. I, I call it pain music because, you know, it's, it's like my diary. And I'm really, yeah, I'm getting getting all the weight off of my soul, really. And, uh, and, and I'm trying to heal myself. Um, and I know there's other people that have gone through what I've gone through and don't have the words or the talent to, to express themselves and to have their voice heard by many others. And so there's not a lot of help for the struggles and, and trials and tribulation that people like that have gone through what I've gone through. There's not a lot of outreach programs. There's not a lot of help out there. And when we do talk, it's still considered taboo about some of my struggles. And if you listen to my music, you know what my struggles are. But, so I'm giving a, a, a I'm a safe place. And I'm, I'm showing other people it is safe to talk about this stuff. And it's, it's okay to get it off your chest. And there are people that will not only listen, but will embrace you and help you clean yourself so I'm healing me and I'm healing others and that is what we need in this world right now is music that can heal the world heal the people that are going through situations that they cannot speak about and I appreciate you even you know acknowledging the fact that you are touching on feelings some people just talk just to talk about but when you touch on feelings that means we're opening up to heal because the only way to heal is by understanding what is on the surface itself. So I appreciate that, Q. Um, so, in one word, yeah, first of all, I'm about to ask some questions. And this is just going to get your fans and supporters to know a little bit more about you and just your mind itself, right? So, in one word, what would you describe, or in one word, what describes you? Unapologetic. 
Um, I'm all about being myself and unapologetically so, you know? You're not gonna be liked by everyone. You're not gonna be loved by everyone. You're gonna have some haters, um, but that's okay. At the end of the day, they still tapping in. They still looking at me. They, they, in order to hate me, you have to be familiar with me. And familiarity breeds, breeds contempt. And so you're gonna get haters. It, it just is what it is. Um, so I'm just unapologetically myself, um, unapologetically doing what I love, unapologetically speaking from the heart of what I feel, and just that's how I move in life. Love that because we got to only do what we love. We got to talk about the things we want to talk about because everything that we do on a regular is given from God itself. So it's not even for us to do what we supposed to be doing. It's what God already assigned us to do. So continue doing that with no apologies to self. Um, what is your favorite thing to do with your friends? My favorite thing to do with my friends. Um, I like to play video games. Um, it's something I've done as a child. I, I've, I've actually played competitively when I was a kid. Um, I've, I made a lot of money off of it. But me and my friends, we always love to sit in the living room, compete with each other, uh, joke around with each other. We love cutting ass. If you're from the Bronx, you know we cut ass on everything. So we love cutting ass. We love making fun of people, playing video games, and just... You know, chilling, really. Yeah. All right. So, you know, first of all, having your friends in support of things that you actually like also goes hand in hand as well. Because you can always combine the two in a way where you can have your friends listen to music while playing video games. We got the support and like of things at all at the same time. So I even like that as well, how you can combine certain things. Especially knowing what your friends like. Absolutely. You can always get to the things, the level of making them hear certain things, you know? So, what do you think you'll be doing in the next 10 years? Let's talk about 10 years. In 10 years, I will be approaching 40. So, I'm going to hopefully still be relevant in the music industry. I hope, I hope I'm still pushing and still doing what I love to do inside of this but if, if let's say I moved on past it let's say I got past it I would love to um I would love to maybe open a couple of rehabilitation clinics for for addicts um and and I would love to open I have to open my own shelters for the homeless um I w I, I want to hope to be impacting um some laws and and uh so that I can help drug addicts become more understood and get them get uh, more people to understand that it's an illness and not this choice that people are just making because they think it's fun um sometimes it's the only way to deal with pain and the only way to get through certain periods of your life and it becomes a habit um so i want to i hope i'm able to impact and hoping hopefully lessen some of the penalties that, that drug addicts face and, and jail time and such things because it's, it's a non-violent where it's a non-violent crime and unfortunately yeah and it really doesn't help to lock someone going through a, a certain addictions away because you don't offer them help mentally and spiritually 
So when they come out, they're just going to go back to what they've always done rather than having a, a, a space where they can stay freely for an extended period of time to where they can find something they love to do at a low cost and so, so that when they go out into the world they have this thing on their mind that they would like to pursue that isn't a part of what they were doing before you know as you said you healing through music but you're trying to heal in other ways of opportunities uh, you know Building the building itself that can allow people just to come in just for whatever that need is, is definitely needed in the world. Because some people just don't know where to go to find help, find the support, find the love. And they're by themselves, they feel like they're by themselves, but they're not. There's such a shortage of love in the world. There's such a shortage of love that, like, I don't know. I, hopefully, we can, my generation can continue to build more bridges and, and extend our love and so that we can clear up that shortage because it really is a crisis. It really is. I really do. I really do hope that that's the next next steps of things. We're going to really show feeling that love and seeing the love. So, all right, I have one question. My last question, let's say this. Have you ever had to convince your family to believe in your vision? And if you have, what was the situation that happened that made them understand what you have going on? Um, I, I've had to make my family believe in, in a lot of visions that I've had. Um, I've always been a creative soul. Um, school was never my thing, it wasn't ever. So um, I had to, um, one, when I, when I had my gaming career, um, there wasn't a lot of money in it when I started and I had not convincing but I had to it wasn't so much as convincing as to show like hey look look at what this guy just did and I can do this so I had to show them and then not only did I had to show what someone else did but I also had to prove it myself I had to go out and I had to qualify for all these different tournaments and all of these different prizes and bring it back to my mom and be like yo mom look what I just did let me keep doing this because, you know, school isn't working out for me. Uh, and um, she was, it took her a while because she was always um, big on me at least finishing high school. She knew college isn't for everyone. But when I didn't finish high school, she kind of understood that it, it just wasn't the route I was ever going to be able to take. Um, and she supported my gaming career after that. I, I went on for about five years, traveled the whole United States. I had free flights, free hotels. Like, I got to see a lot of a lot of different places. Absolutely, but it does show the adaptability of it because you can move around off of a skill that you believe strongly. Right, and it was because of that and me being able to accomplish not a ton in my first dream, but to be able to accomplish enough to where when I had this dream, because the only thing that I ever been good at, sports music and gaming and um when sports is more you, you kind of need school to go inside with sports so when that went out the window it was music and gaming i chose gaming and i did that and i stepped away from music and when the gaming part was over it was a lot easier to convince them that hey i'm gonna be a music artist and i'm gonna do this 
so much easier to convince them. They were automatically on board. They loved the idea from the jump. They always supported my music. I, 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 was, I went on the road very early in my creative process um, to trial and error a couple of sounds and songs, and they were immediately on board. They wanted to help me funding uh, uh, hotels. They wanted to come with me all over the states. Um, I traveled to like seven different states with my cousin by car. We drove for like eight hours, 16 hour drives, and we performed in all these other different places. And and then I started taking off and like almost like immediately, um, I started gaining streams, I started gaining views, I started gaining all of this attention. and. And now, you know, I, I've turned it into something I, I genuinely pay bills from. So, hoping to take it farther and make bills a distant memory, you know, something I don't even got to think about. <laughs> so, definitely. That's amazing because right now, it's like, we would love the support from everybody, but it's something about the support from your loved ones. And once they start to believe, you actually be like, oh, okay, I'm doing something right. You could do it. Even more than you already felt. I'm telling you. And it's like we need, as much as, I mean, the way how the world works, they're probably like the last ones to fully support you because you're always going to find somebody that don't know you or think of those times where you probably um, procrastinated or you said you was going to do something you didn't. A, a, a stranger is only going to see exactly what you're doing at this moment and congratulate that. Our family only is going to go harder because they've seen those times that we did put ourselves down. So at the time you do get that support, you hold on to that. For every grain, you continue to show them all that this is the right decision to support me. If I started slowing down or if I started slacking on my music, if I'm lacking in certain areas, my, my it's like my mother and my brother, they're the first ones to be like, yo, bro, what's going on? Why you moving so slow? You better pick your feet up. And that shit kicked me, that kickstarted my heart, man. For real. Listen, I appreciate you sitting with me, Q. Uh, you know, we from the bra all day. So, you know, we can only talk real. I don't know what's fake. So... Once again, I appreciate you being here. We are going to see him hit the stage in a few. And I'm excited to see the style that he brings, all right? Because it only comes with our lyrics, our realness, to get the people to know exactly what it is that we do. All right? Once again, we are here at Whose Mic Is It? Showcase. And it's your girl, Queen. And we wrapped up another one. It was just like that, y'all. Thank you, Q.